Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 110 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we come to our last couple of days of this week's study of our Come Follow Me materials. We're looking in uh, the week of April the 11th to April the 17th, covering the week of Easter. And I hope you're looking forward to your Easter Sunday tomorrow. Today, we're going to begin looking at the section titled, Through His Atonement, Jesus Christ has has Power to Help Me Overcome Sin, Death, Trials and Weaknesses. Um, All of these verses and all of these sections that are in this um, part of our study is focused on uh, Christ's power to redeem us, to, to deliver us. Uh, from sin and death. And of course, um, you know, a lot of the stories we've been looking at in our Old Testament study this so far has been all about delivering um, the Lord's covenant people uh, many different way, in many different ways, in many different uh, times uh, throughout history. Um, but in these verses we're going to look at today, we're looking at prophecies of what the Son of God would come and do, beginning with Isaiah chapter 61. Now, um, you'll note uh, that this, these verses, um, the Saviour actually quoted himself uh, when, when uh, he was on the earth. When he was in the synagogue, he read these uh, verses and then proclaimed that in this day, or in his day, were, the, were these verses fulfilled. It says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord have anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He have sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim, liber- proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Um, we know that in the Saviour's mortal ministry that many of these things took place. The good tidings were preached, that he was anointed, that he did bind up the brokenhearted, and that even in death, uh, I mean, actually, you know, it's quite um, apt that we're talking about this on Easter Saturday, which, of course, is probably the day that we often most forget, focusing on the Thursday being the day that he went to the garden and had the Last Supper, the Friday where he was crucified, and of course when he rose again on the Sabbath on the Sunday. Um, But the Saturday we don't talk that much about, and of course on that Saturday we know that the Saviour visited those who were in prison, uh, those in spirit prison who were not able uh, or who hadn't received the gospel uh, in their lifetime. Uh, He preached to them or he organised the preaching to them, uh, and that work is ongoing today. Um, And so this is, again, another fulfilment of these Old Testament prophecies that have been revealed to us, knowing that the Saviour did that, and that he was aware of those individuals as well as those who were on the earth at that time, and those who would come to the earth in future. Um, So this, uh, you know, great uh, verse to start with, really, when we think about this Easter Saturday. And when we consider that, I suppose we need to reflect on what our role is in this. And of course, we look straight away to family history work and temple work. Um, it is ever, ever important that we are going to the temple, not simply so that we can remain connected to the Spirit and feel of the renewal of... Well, it's not a renewal, renewal of our covenants, but or even a renewal of our Spirit. We just feel of the, the power and the, um, the immensity of the Spirit that is there. And come away feeling refreshed and really and feeling uh, reconnected, perhaps, to our covenants that we have made there. But of course, that isn't the only reason we go to the temple. One of the main reasons we go is to provide those ordinances and covenants to those who did not receive it. And the Savior was able to was able to begin that work through this Easter period. Um, 
we have then? We have then a reminder about how the Lord would provide um, us uh, with opportunities to change. And in, in Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26, it says, A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you an heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you shall keep my judgments and do them. Um, what again a blessing that is to know that the Saviour's love, his grace will enter into our lives and that his atonement isn't just uh, to provide a um, salvation uh, from death, but also it is a spiritual salvation, a salvation which means that we can change um, and requires us to change. Of course, you know, the power of the atonement, it doesn't reach its fullness, its capacity. If we ourselves do not change, I mean... <laughs> You would argue that the full blessings of the atonement aren't received unless there is a change, um, because it's all very well if we are forgiven and and begin anew, uh, you know, with our covenants. But unless we are changed over time, then it's not going to help us become what our heavenly Father wants us to become. What the atonement was given for us in the first place to do was to change us and to become more Christ-like. Um, and so this is um, a great reminder again about the the impact that the saviour can have in our lives and his atonement can have in our lives but again of course the blessings of the atonement don't just come to changes they come to support and strengthen us who would who can forget in matthew 11 um, verses 28 and 30 where he says come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn of me for i am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest unto your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light um, the Saviour invites us to be yoked with him. Um, Elder Bednar, in his book, in his, uh, book The pa uh, Power to Become, teaches that, quote, a yoke is a wooden beam normally used between a pair of oxen that enables them to pull together on a load when working in pairs. In essence, the Saviour is beckoning us to rely on and pull together with him, even though our best efforts are not equal to and cannot be compared with his, close quote. I like that reminder that the Saviour invites us to pull but with him and that he will take a large portion of the burden a, a huge portion of the burden the words large and huge probably don't really uh, put into words accurately the amount that the saviour does for us compared to with what we can muster ourselves in mortality um, but notice that he does it anyway and that he is willing to, um, to take upon um, our yoke with us but of course, it does mean that we do have to put that effort in what we can and that he knows that when that, you know, he will when we strive uh, what are what we're able to try and do. Um, it is, again, a remarkable blessing to know that the Saviour loves us so much uh, that he is willing to do that for us. Um, and I'm truly grateful for it. When Mary, the mother of Jesus, was told that she would uh, be the handmaiden of the Lord and bring forth. Um, the the Son of God. Uh, she said that her soul doth magnify the Lord, and that she had great joy in this news. Uh, and in ver in Luke one um, verses fifty to fifty two, she says, "And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He hath shewed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree." He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. 
Um, Mary understood the vision. She caught the vision of what this news meant, that the saviour of mankind would be born. Not necessarily because she was going to be the one to be the vessel that would that would provide this way, but because she looked for and rejoiced in the promise that the, that the Messiah would come. And he did come. He came um, in the meridian of time. He was Jesus, the Son of God. And he went through and suffered and overcame death and sin so that we could all do the same as we follow him. Um, all we need to do is come follow him and he will uh, support and strengthen us to be able to do so. I look forward to concluding these uh, this study of these verses with you tomorrow and enjoy your Easter, Easter season with your families. Thank you all so much for listening and until we meet again.